I, well, I think what you're supposed to do is like warm up and then your good stuff comes later. But I feel like we, we only come to the table with about two minutes of material and we just blow it when we get on the call. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. wait, record. Right, exactly. And yeah. uh, really, it's the name of this pod. I mean, God, the name of most podcasts could just be two white dudes vamping. It's there's two there's two categories of podcasts. There's two white yeah. dudes vamping, and then there's two yeah. white women yeah. talking about murders. <laughs> it's gonna be we're gonna do interview with a vampire, but it's gonna be interview with a vamp dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get you. Is that a good one? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> interview with a vamp dude. <laughs> Inter- interview with a Brad, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. A really young, creepy Kirsten Dunst here on today's podcast, Interview with a Vamp Dude. All right, well, welcome to... uh, Let's Make a Unicorn, the uh, startup podcast for people who don't like startups or podcasts. It's uh, uh, It's been hailed by real-life startup founders, um, and uh, some of their reviews include the phrases, I feel personally attacked, and <laughs> congratulations, and yes. wait, were you talking about my company? <laughs> uh, it's also, uh, you know, you know uh, success is a tricky journey. Levi, you know, it takes many forms. Success, success is a funny word. Success is it. Just say success. 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 Suck, suck, suck less. Sex, sex, sex less. Sexless. Uh, <laughs> the, um, tell you who we're getting a lot of traction with is people who sell things to start to a podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I keep getting emails like... Hey, I see your podcast, Let's Make a Unicorn, is gaining a lot of traction. I'd love to sell Wait, you my transcription service. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> gaining a well, lot you know of traction? Like, Do you know what's funny is I, I read the email and I, was, I, was, I, I blame this person totally for this. Because I thought, oh no, maybe we got really popular and I missed it. So then I went and checked, I went and checked our numbers and I'm like, no, they're the same as they were. Right. But but I guess he just I guess this is his opening line. This would be like going to a bar and being like, "Hey, congrats on the new job." <laughs> to every girl you see. Right. At some point it'll hit. And just hoping that I guess the one the one who did just get like, "Oh my god." Right. You you know me. Or it's it's not even that cuz it's like, you know, he this guy, I'm assuming it's a guy that reached out. His name like yes chat. oh absolutely right yeah. so yeah. he reached out and was like congratulations I, I see that your podcast is gaining a lot of traction um, right. traction yeah. is a really great word for that because traction does not necessarily mean success and traction <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean growth traction just means like it's it's in a direction it's trending <laughs> it's trending in a direction it's moving it's doing right. something well, the the I got two I got two of these emails. I got one for like, hey, connect your podcast, other podcasts, do podcast stuff together, and grow your podcast. And it's like I'm assuming that if I sign up for your service, one of your questions is going to be how many listeners do you have? Yeah, and I'm not really ready for that. You know, I'm not I'm not really That's ready when you to just talk respond about that. With like, oh no, 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 we've got traction. We got a lot a lot of traction. 
It's just, it, you don't actually have to, it, this is, people don't realize this with startups. You don't actually have to give any numbers. Hmm. Just yeah. say the word traction. Right. And traction is good. Right. And there it, is some. Well, you say like traction and then, and then uh, channels. You could just drop just, a bunch of buzzwords. You know, tra- like, tra- oh yeah, we traction, got traction. We got that. Channels, we got that too. Multiple channels. Just like, it is, it's my pitch, but instead of, instead of writing a substantive pitch, I'm just shouting the titles of the slides. <laughs> Killer team. Killer team. Cross-channel attribution. Growth. Substantial growth. Vision. Vision. Past projects. (laughs) (laughs) All the B slides. Just shout shout the headers. (laughs) Business. Wait, no. Uh, So... uh, So, yeah, I got got two of these these emails for the podcast. One was for... one, One was to you know, connect your podcast to other podcasts. And the other one was like, hey, you've got a podcast. Well, think about how much more valuable your podcast would be with transcription. And I was like, have you listened to the podcast? Because I don't, I think we spent roughly five minutes in the last episode honking at each other. I don't know how a transcript is going to really help our listeners engage. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, I... I would love to see that. I would actually, I would pay money to see a transcription of the last episode. <laughs> honk. I, I don't honk, know honk. if I would pay what they want to be paid, but <laughs> yes, I would pay do. dollars yes. to, uh, to read that. And, and I would read it aloud, and I would, which would just be like, you know, wait. wait so a let me just get this straight. You would commission a transcript of one of our episodes yes. of us talking. Yes. And then do like a table read. From like Comic Con, yes, exactly. Of the podcast we mm-hmm. already did, yes, except word for word. I would be reading your parts, and you would be I reading see. my parts, and then yes. the week after that, we would listen back to that and MST three K ourselves. <laughs> it's just it's podcasts all the way down, is what you're right. saying. It's like it, it's so, son. Our life, each of our lives, is a podcast, <laughs> and each of those podcasts is being promoted. By a podcast that sits under those podcasts. If you if you play this out over the course of many years, many mm-hmm. seasons of this podcast, the final episode is each of us just getting on and, and honking in succession. <laughs> it's, it's our own being John Malkovich, <laughs> but it's just honking. Being John Honkovich. Honking honk honkovich. <laughs> Uh, you know, I like that we started out with no structure this time. Just get that out of the way. Yeah. And just, you know, spend the first, I don't know, seven minutes or so just doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, what's the uh, point of telling people that we that we do have a structure and then sticking to it, right? That's not very right. startup of us. Yeah, yeah. The important thing to realize is that your, pod, your podcast nor your startup will ever have any structure. And any structure that you try to impose, the universe will just laugh at you. Exactly. Uh, but Yeah, and throw it back in your face. But you can always claim traction. <laughs> Just shout it. <laughs> that will be that will be how we transition from section to section. All right, that's pretty good. Traction. All right. <laughs> Total addressable <laughs> market. <laughs> Kager. Kager. <laughs> Oof. People who say Kager, though, can we just talk about people who say okay, the word okay. Kager out loud? Yes. Because I I was in I, I was in a uh, an accelerator and. And we did like our open pitch. You know, where you're supposed to do a real bad one. Mm-hmm. Like where you're supposed to like do a pitch, but they know it's going to be terrible. And if you do too good of one, they'll still be angry. 
and right. tell you it's bad because yeah. they're not actually interested in the quality of your pitch. They're interested in them being able to say they made your pitch better. Right. right. And so somebody's like, and our Kager is something. And I'm like, you're what? I'd never heard the term <laughs> Kager. What compound compound annual growth rate? Is that it? Yeah. It's it's like the growth of the total addressable market. Right. Which the Kager of your TAM. Right. It's the, it's your Kager of your TAM. And it's like, well, you know how total addressable market is a meaningless, highly interpretable vanity metric that has no actual bearing on your business in its current form. Mm-hmm. Well, what if Ever. we yeah. what if we made a metric about that metric, <laughs> and then uh, like and a then meta have metric. the gall to and then have the gall to say, hey, when you're putting together your KPIs, just you know don't focus on vanity metrics, but tell me what <laughs> your total addressable market is for sure. Hey, but when you but when you come to the when you come to the stand up with your KPIs, make sure you mention your Kager and Tam. <laughs> And you know, I think I think good KPIs would be MRR, Kager, and Tam. Um, and it's like, okay, well, is there anything? Is my, is my if my business was acronyms, yeah. this would be great. I would I would be well ahead. But if my business is anything that does not involve inventing new terms for things that didn't need new terms, oh, man, now I I'm really wish my, my pitch was just acronyms. Acronym. Acronyms. <laughs> I, it's kind of like you know, it's like uh, you know how like uh, like the gold rush. Yeah, lots of people. Certainly, people. The stories were real. People went out there and struck gold and found gold and, and became quite wealthy. But mm-hmm. but most people who went out, there's a lottery ticket. Most people went out didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah. But Levi's, the jean company, mm-hmm. like Levi Strauss. Yep, my great grandfather made a yeah. killing. Mm-hmm. People who sell, who supply the big movement, right. make a lot more money and make it a lot more stably, right? So, like, imagine a startup is a risky business. But imagine if you were just if you could just sell acronyms, yeah, to startup accelerators and to startups. That's pretty much any analytics dashboard, honestly. Well, you know how like every like 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 we work is like oh we're gonna IPO and we're like oh cool where you know we have a list of things we need to know for you like oh no no no, no. we don't track any of those things we've invented <laughs> new ways we've invented a new kind of accounting. That, that represents how we believe business should be done. It's like, well, then it's hard to compare you to other investments because you're sort of using the new math. Oh, that's what it's called. It's called new math. I want to do a startup that exclusively creates new methods of talking about growth that always mm-hmm. make it look like the company is growing. Man, what, okay, so, so you're tracking new metrics. You're inventing new metrics and then it, tracking It is them. new metrics as a service. Right, okay. NMAS. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it has to be an acronym. Yes. The, uh-huh. the entire yeah. company needs to be an acronym. Yeah. Other oh, that- that, that's it. No, it's VMOS. It's Vanity Metrics as a Service. <laughs> that's, the, that's the business. <laughs> yes. We got there. So... I was meeting with a guy earlier this week, and I told him that we had a podcast called Let's Make a Unicorn, and he's like, oh, uh, uh, I have a domain name for you. I was like, you do? Is it Let's Make a Unicorn? Because that would be really <laughs> serendipitous if we could just get that. He's like, no, 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 no. I think I have a, a domain name maybe for your podcast, or maybe you could just be, like, maybe this could just be a startup on your podcast. It's like, well, that's not really how we normally do it. And I'm like trying to like, I'm like, oh, no, like, what is, right. where's this conversation going? What have I done? And then he says the domain name that he owns, www.downtofound.com. Uh-oh. Okay. 
Yep. And I said, that's a redound yep. to found. Yep. Oh. But but I <laughs> it like this needs to be something. I don't know what it needs to be, but but it's kind of like it's kind of like if you see a plot of land, you're like, there should be a house on that. Right. This I, plot of I'm land is too good. House, but there should be a, there should be a house on this. Someone needs to mm-hmm. do something with this. Uh, uh, or if it's like if you're in a blighted neighborhood and you're like, there should be a pastry shop here. Right. You know, like they, they should. It's like, you know, anytime you see a, a neighborhood with people who are very underprivileged and who have not had the kind of uh, benefits that you and I have had in our lives, the important thing to do is to walk the neighborhood and say, you know what? Rich people should live here. Oh, my God. Yeah, so down to found is the gentrification of common ideas. It is the gentrification. It is the, it is the, it is the, it is the perpetuating of colonization. Right, so it's, it's, like, it's like those websites where you go to and like uh, you send out your brief for a creative idea. So this is big in the, like the creative industry and all the mm-hmm. bottom feeders yeah. jump in and you go to the lowest bidder and it hurts the entire industry, right? So, yeah. Yeah. so you do that, but this is like crowdsourcing ideas and then you just look f- and, and then the algorithm yeah. finds all the common ideas that have something in common and be like, oh, okay, yeah. here's, there's a market here and now we're going to match – this idea with a founder who is just going to exploit it completely because this is this is the business equivalent this is the this is the scale, scalable model of <laughs> the startup since slack where everyone's looking for a cto because <laughs> it's like well no i just i am the ideas guy <clears throat> i just have good ideas and it's like well something you didn't understand um i tell i say this to people a lot and i'm like oh that's cool um, ideas are worthless, and no one wants yours. <laughs> and I know that sounds harsh, but I wish someone would have told me this a long time ago yeah. in a way that I understood it. Because ultimately, the way that you build value and you know get people to kind of be on your side and support you through your career is that you solve problems for them. You don't suggest additional things they could be doing, in addition to the ones they already feel like they're not doing well. Right. So like I like down to found is just like it, it's the personification of the dude who's got a lot of startup ideas and just needs a CTO to really run mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's like because you've met these people right where it's like they think that their contribution is the idea, yeah. the idea guy, and that other people should then go be responsible to go make that a reality. And they just want to build a team around them. I want to build a team around this idea, and it's like eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah. Well, my contribution was the the concept. You know, like I'm all about the ideas. Oof. So like, so like down to found. I'm imagining like a. I don't know. I mean, what's what's an analog here? What do you see when you visit downtofound.com? Like, what what should it be? What's the user experience? Um, well, I think it, I mean right off the bat, I think you got to select. Are you a founder, or like are you are you an an, an idea guy? That we can extract ideas from. Yeah, are you ideas looking for ideas? Right. Or like work looking for ideas? Yeah. So it's or almost like a, for work? you know this this is like a seeking arrangements type of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it, this is like mail for mail? Right. Are you are you a sugar daddy? Or are you a sugar baby? You know, like yes. which, which one? Yeah. Yeah. Are uh, you just showing up with capital? Yeah. Are you you know, with- like like this is. Let's just actually, <laughs> it's 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 shifting in my brain, and I'm getting actually kind of excited about it. Because I just want it to lay bare the way that VC actually works. Yeah. Like, I want to stop pretending 
that it's laudable or good for humanity. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I like no, notice how most of the companies we've pitched here have been just like the worst possible things, but oh, yes, they yes. would probably make a shit ton of money. Oh, they, they at least one of the things we've talked about could get funded as uh-huh. described. Yeah. Yeah. N- yeah, not no not and later. I mean, eventually you have to build an actual company. That's the the, the truth. You can't you can't fake it forever unless it's WeWork. Mm, I mean, okay. But I mean, WeWork. They no. had they they were they were WeWorking. Yeah. There was stuff. You it can, wasn't vaporware. You can fake it to exit. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think it, you have to have something. It doesn't actually have to be a profitable something. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's like I. It's this is the SugarDaddy.com. Mm-hmm. for startups mm-hmm. and VC money. Yep. Let's just let's just cast all of of the process by which you uh you find people to build things with and you get those things funded. Let's cast it in in the in the image of uh horny conquest. Yeah, I mean because yeah. unfortunately for a lot of people that's exactly what it is. Right, we're going to paint it with its own brush. It's, that's that's exactly what it. Yeah. We you know, this yeah. is actually us doing the world a service. Right. Yeah. 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 It's okay, like the, I feel like it's, so you it's bought, like the... So you bought this domain from this guy? Well, no. I, I wanted to run it by you and feel like, you know, what do we think this is worth? Yeah. Because I think it's always better to to wait and then have to spend an well, I'm gonna of money for the domain. I mean, what I like to do with domains is I'll, I'll buy the most ridiculous stuff, right? And then just mm-hmm. sit on it for oh, yeah. a year. Yeah. And I won't let it auto-renew. And if I haven't yep. done anything with it in a year, I just let it expire. It just, um, yeah. Which is sad because I've let some really good ones if you, go. If like, you love it, but if you love them, you have to let them go. It's you true. Know? And they'll come back. And mm. if it was meant to be, they'll the come domain back, will come back But to like, you. you know, after, you know, like Network Solutions has bought it and then tried to sell it back <laughs> yes. to you at like, you know, yes. 15x. Yeah. That's how, I, that's how I lost I Love. Uh, I, I bought I Love Park Domains. And I also bought I hate park domains, and I parked them both. <laughs> That's some meta, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I'm interested in, um, and of course, you know, starting an S corp and uh, for let's make a unicorn, and then and then buying uh, down to found. I would need some. I need to see some numbers, you know. Uh, yeah, I would like to yeah. see their EBITDA. I would like to see their. Uh, and of course, I would like to see their total addressable market. And I want to see. I want to see a three-year. Are we are we being Cincinnati VCs now? I'd uh, like to yeah. see a three-year detailed plan with exactly how you spend your money and mm-hmm. exactly how how much you'll grow per month. I need you to know exactly what's going to happen. Right. I need with this risk with this risk money. I I'm going to need to see a sure thing, and I'm going to need to know that it's <laughs> yeah. a sure thing, and then I'm going to need to sit on that decision for a year, um, <laughs> without anyone else interested or yeah. invested in yeah. it but i'll um, but, but but once i do invest i'm going to tell all my friends as we sip cognac right uh i'm going to tell, tell, everyone, tell all my friends i got in <clears throat> on the ground floor yeah right <laughs> yes yes yeah but i don't think they're gonna make it but you know i don't you didn't hear that from me <laughs> i really i just like the founder i really want to support them <laughs> what they're doing i just you know really think it's important to build into people who are less fortunate than you and so it's a I don't know who's. I'm starting to sound like Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos, with only you know, one think, drop, one I, drop of your blood. I I want your blood. You know, with give enough, me blood. With enough pitches on this show, I think I think we all tend toward Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes. All Elizabeth things Elizabeth tend Holmes. toward entropy, and all <laughs> pitches tend toward Elizabeth. Uh, Holmes. Eventually, it's just like. 
All I desire is the blood of the people. Please bring me your blood. That's how much more interesting would it have been if on stage she was just like, you give me drops of blood and I consume it for strength. I crave blood and data, mostly blood. (laughs) And then she gets this. She uh, vamps. (laughs) She just... And just flaps the wings, just, <laughs> froof, froof, and then flies off. And just oh God, <laughs> busts a hole in the in the in the this ceiling of the theater she was pitching in. <laughs> and Bill Gates comes in wearing a leather duster, and he's got a stake in one hand and a cross in the other, and it's just like, oh yes. Uh. Yep, and uh, and that's the Theranos and that's story. The Theranos. Um, that's that's what they won't tell you. The uh, yeah, it was the uh, there was a they made a show about this. It was called True Blood, <laughs> the Elizabeth Holmes story, the real Elizabeth Holmes story. Yeah, yeah, it's got the really good looking uh, 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 Swedish guy in it as Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I uh, I got a pitch for you. All right, all right, hit me. Uh, I got to be careful with this one though because I. Uh, I work for a uh, like I, I do work for a meal kit company, and mm-hmm. so they they yeah. make a smart oven and a meal kit. It's actually quite brilliant. Maybe we'll get them on as a sponsor. Um, yeah, uh, but, probably not. Oh man, I hope not. Just for their <laughs> sake. I mean, like I, I would think less of them. <laughs> no, it's really great technology. So so I had to be really careful with this one. But um, uh, so so I, I'm just gonna jump right in. All right, here we go. <clears throat> yeah. Meal kits, an easy way to enjoy a home-cooked meal. But most meal kits aren't exactly less work. You obviously still have to cook. You still have to cut up the zucchini and dice the onion. 88% of Americans say they have subpar knife skills and aren't satisfied with how their tomatoes look after they've cut them themselves. I'm Levi Bethune, celebrity sous chef. Not a sous chef that's a celebrity. I'm a sous chef for celebrities. doesn't matter. (laughs) In the literally dozens of meals I've prepared, I've learned two important things. People hate cooking, and they want all their followers on TikTok to think they love cooking. (laughs) That's why I've created Piecemeal, the first at-home meal kit designed for social media influencers. (laughs) Most meal kits give you everything you need in order, to com- in order to complete the meal. But with each step, it makes more mess and more opportunity to mess up your Instagram story. Piecemeal <laughs> not only gives you all the ingredients you need for a perfect dinner at home, we give you every version of every step of the process. All you have to do <laughs> is stage your next shot, snap your photo, and move to the next step. No cutting, no peeling, no knife skills required. In fact, no skills are required at all. It fits perfectly into your influencer lifestyle. And your followers will watch your cute step-by-step process video without noticing that you haven't made a disaster out of your kitchen, further cementing in their minds that you're unobtainably perfect and you don't actually poop or pay taxes or have a constant feeling of dread that one day you'll wake up and realize that You don't actually provide any value to the world and your life is a lie. Here's how it works. If the recipe calls for one tomato, we give you three tomatoes, one whole, 
one sliced, and one stunt double that you can use to toss <laughs> in the air for that slow-mo juggling shot your followers just shit their pants over. <laughs> Each meal comes in 15 convenient boxes. <laughs> and for our first 50 subscribers, we'll include a free ring light that you're convinced will make your content better. <laughs> Piecemeal. Dinner <laughs> is shared. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that tag. That tag is so good, though. (laughs) Dinner is shared. Oh. This is what I do. I I feel like I get halfway through all these pitches, and I'm like, fuck, this is actually, damn, this is actually good. It's it's close enough. Like, it's it's like, it's no more ridiculous than Blue Apron. (laughs) You know, like, it's, it's the... And it's, it's just the, one degree away from every meal kit that's out there. Well, and also, like, a lot of these, this is what Venture does. It's like, hey, you know how businesses should have basic unit economics, and it should be true that the cost that you're paying pays the people's salaries right. who do the work. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what if we just made the price really low and just sort of punted that whole business question down the field? Right. You know, it's like it's like I read something about like the Casper mattresses, like the ma- the mattress in a box companies. Yeah. They lose money on every mattress. Mm-hmm. What they're trying to they're trying to really capture the market. I'm like, "Okay, and then what? You double your prices and people keep buying from that's you?" I just don't see that's that. That's actually what has happened. Do you know what the price of a Casper mattress is now? What? It's like $600-700 for the baseline mattress. It was started, it like a lot it, cheaper than that? It was a lot cheaper than that. Uh, and they were they were touting it as like two three hundred dollars, right? Yeah, and yeah, and it was like, oh, no one can touch us, no one can touch us. It was like, yeah, because you're losing money. On it's like if I, if I if I come over and I'm like, hey, Levi, do you want to do you want to? I'm gonna get some pizza. Do you want some? And you're like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll split a pizza with you. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's it's uh, it's only five bucks. And you're like, oh, cool, that's a cheap pizza, you know, like mm-hmm. for five bucks for you know. And then I come over next time. I'm like, hey, I'm getting a pizza. You're like, oh, cool, same one as last time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, same place we got from last time. You just give me twenty bucks. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not sure that I wanted it. Part of the reason I got it is because there wasn't really a, an option that cheap. It wasn't Little Fucking Caesars. Mm-hmm. So like I uh, or fucking CC's or something. Oh you know, it's like I. No. I was, ah, shit. I had like I had scraped CC's out of my mind, <laughs> which is what you have to do to get it. You have to literally scrape. You have to just like. I imagine the inside of your skull process. just being coated with thin crust pizza from CC's. Yeah, it's and that like, sauce yeah. that actually isn't edible. It's just I, sugar. I think it's like the it's like the the uh, the Chuck E. Cheese pizza that was just sugar, right? But at least that had like good memories attached to it. You know, like <laughs> yeah, good childhood yeah. memories. Yeah. Whereas, uh, I mean, have you ever like have you uh, with your kids? Have you walked into like a, a Chuck E. Cheese because it is a is a place of filth and misery? Oh no, God no, no. I love my children. I wouldn't because it's like, and I'm like, my parents just like tossed me in a ball pit. Yeah, with, with, it was just like dead skin cells and oil. Like is all that's in there. It's like the ball, the balls aren't even made of plastic. They're made of despair. And I didn't want trauma attached to pizza. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the last yeah. thing I want. Like I don't want yeah. to conflagrate those two. Yeah. True story. The guy that started Chuck E. Cheese uh, also started Atari. No way. Nolan Bushnell. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He did. It. He did a How I Built This. Um, I used to listen to How I Built This until I tried to How I Build Something, and it didn't work. <laughs> and now I never want to hear the podcast ever again. <laughs> Like, I wonder if they, because they're probably saying, like, well, we're trying to inspire people to build the thing that they want to build. Like, right, well, the, the minute they try, are... they'll never listen to your podcast ever again. Right. They'll try to be on it and be like, well, 
here's like how I tried to build this. We should start that yes. podcast. Yes. No, no. True story. I would, I would love, it's just a fuck you to human psychology. <laughs> I would love to do a podcast where it's 100% founder stories from founders who failed, mm. but not then later succeeded. Right. Because that's the thing. It's like, oh, failure is okay as long as you eventually as win. As long as you eventually succeed. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like, well, it's like failure is important. I want to celebrate failure provided you later are successful by right. our standards. No, see, I want to take it even a step further because I think failure is successful so long as you learn from it. I want to yeah, interview yeah. people that uh, have failed and didn't learn from it. <laughs> or you know, they I, learned I from learned it nothing. and then didn't apply it. Yeah, no, I learned nothing. It was terrible. I, yeah, it was, it was here's here's how it went down. It wasn't my fault at all. Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you what these fuckers did. Right. Hi, uh, my name is Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drank the blood. Mm.